Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, folks. The time has finally arrived. I am so excited to share episode one of my new show with former co-star Tom Welling called Talkville. Yes, Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Yesterday was our premiere. Every Wednesday moving forward, we're going to deep dive an episode of Smallville, sharing behind-the-scene moments, talking with the cast and crew, and reliving the series with all of you. Go ahead and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. Just type Talkville into the search. That's Talkville, T-A-L-K-V-I-L-L-E, and we'll see you there. Next week, we tackle episode two, but for now, without further ado... Let's revisit the pilot, shall we? Well, well, well. Hello, everyone. Hello. I am I am Michael Rosenbaum. I am Tom Welling, and we're we're happy. We're finally welcome to Talkville. <laughs> you can see our look at our faces up there. We got the, we got the little. Uh, thing that this artist made you know i feel like we've gotten to a point now in our lives where it's fun to talk about smallville it is i think for a while it was just like okay we just finished a lot it was a long part of our lives big part of our lives and then it just you kind of just didn't talk about it that much and now it's like yeah that happened that was cool it happened and let's revisit (laughs) it let's look at it i i was watching one of the episodes i sent you a, a picture of yourself from the TV right. this morning, which yeah, is I was in the car in the porch, and I'm watching it, and now I, you know, my three year old son is looking at it and looking at how he's like, kind of sees me, but he's not younger, quite sure. dad. Yeah, so it's it's now it's fun. It's like yeah, and the big question is why are we doing this, guys? Why are we doing this? You know, a lot of shows have you know they're doing this. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, right. and there's a Sopranos one. But we've been talking about doing something like this for a while now. Well, and I owe you a lot of money. You owe me, you know, and so, this is a way to pay me back. Yeah, I it know. sure is. So look, we decided to do this because we'd like to go over each episode, starting with the pilot, sort of dissect it, see what worked, see what didn't, see what we remember, see what we remember. <laughs> And also occasionally have guests on. Those could be that could be the wardrobe guy, Steve. Right. It could be Natalie, the makeup uh, our makeup artist. You know, Ryan's here. I'll be here all the time. Ryan's going to be watching the episodes for and, the and, first time. Exactly at the end of the episode, you might know Ryan from my podcast, Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wait, you've mm-hmm. never seen the show? I've never. seen But he the watched show. the first episode last night. I did. That's so funny. What? By the way, at the end of this episode, we're gonna you and I are gonna guess which scene do we think was his favorite. I know. I, okay. I'm also going to well, don't say it now. questions. Okay. And he's going to have some questions. Okay. Ryan's going to have some questions. But um, my wife said the same thing to me. She goes, I don't know what happened. Like, I totally missed the whole Smallville thing. Like, now that like I watched it this, this afternoon and it was on. Oh. And I was. <laughs> thank you. I'm new at this. Yeah. Talking to the mic. And she oh. was like, how did I just never see Smallville? Like, like, she, like she knows that I like what my past is. She's like, I just, I was like, you were busy. You were living your life. Yeah. And we weren't. And we weren't. 
<laughs> we weren't. Uh, we owe a lot to Smallville. There's a lot of variables. There's a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. But ultimately, we're going to be talking to sometimes guest stars, but mostly it's just me and Tom remembering, dissecting. And you... Weren't we all guest stars, if you think about it, though? Kind of. We were. But what's great is these folks get to call in, our fans get to call in with this number I'm going to give you. It's the Talkville hotline. And that number is 213-538-2883. No, it's just a message. It's a recording. You leave a message. (laughs) Let me let me tell you something. I'm going to leave you a message. You could ask us. Look, we'd like to talk to uh, about things, the questions we'd like for them to pertain to the episode at hand. So if we're talking about the pilot, make sure where right. these questions are regard you know towards the direct keep it focused problem. exactly and so every episode we'll hear you guys tell us what you thought of the episode or what you think and we'll get to those in a minute because we got some people that um, had some comments and that's really exciting but dude we get to relive these days we get to like because i hadn't seen small in a long time and i just recently watched the pilot and you watched it and i, I gotta say that it's a slippery slope or I, maybe they're not slippery slope, but it, it's a weird thing. Like I told you the other day, I'm like, obviously we both have to walk. We both have to watch the pilot so we can talk about it. Right. But I told you, I'm like, I can't watch it at night before I go to bed because there's going to be all these things that come back. So I watched it this afternoon and thank God, because I remember there's literally a scene. I mean, not to jump right into it, but like literally like, you know, Clark saves Lex and Jonathan comes in. Dude, I was like, I remember John Schneider being there early that day like i remember there's so many things that come back having watched it and it's wow. terrifying it's terrifying you remember that much i do it's, all right we're gonna get into yeah, that sorry. and you know but what's also great tom is with all the superhero shows and, and the multiverse is popping up that it's nice to revisit a show that started it all i mean we really did in a lot of ways start it all without us i think you know you know i'm not tooting our own horn but i am it's like you know, Smallville kind of started the you know the Flash, the Arrow, all those shows came after us, and they're all great shows. But uh, it's nice to know that we were sort of uh, what, what would you call it, Ryan? The what the Madonna, the Ghana, the the Madonna, the gonorrhea, the Ga- no, the you, Madonna. I don't know why the they Madonna. came to mind. It's the it's the Madonna of. Uh, <laughs> CW superhero. CW show. superhero. Yeah. Yes. Because exactly. after you know, Arrow is basically like Lady Gaga. Right. This one is the Madonna. <laughs> okay. I, I could. Yeah. All right. I, I Flash like that. is Katy Perry. I don't even That's know why, why I have Ryan it. here. That's why I have Ryan here. <laughs> I just came out of me, but thanks for making sense of it. <laughs> by the way, unless you, you're going for like a biblical Madonna, but I don't. I don't know. By the way, a I few just, things. Just, I don't even know why I said it. A few things that you should know is you need to follow us. You need to get. We need to get this going. So everybody listening, get on the same page. We're at Talkville Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. At Talkville, T-A-L-K-V-I-L-L-E Podcast. Facebook and Instagram. And at Talkville Pod on the Twitter. We're also on Patreon. So if you want to go to support the podcast in other ways and give us your support, become a patron. We'll message you back. It's patreon.com slash Talkville. And a lot of people say, well, why Talkville? Why not? Well, Small Talk was taken. There's a lot of podcasts called Small Talk. There was a lot of a shit. A lot of people have said this. You said all this, by the way. Well, I, we looked it up. I know. Bryce and I, I looked it up, and there was a, a lot of shit was taken, and people were like, what do you call it, Smallville? I'm like, I don't want to get sued. Right. Uh, there was all these just different elements, and we, we Talkville just, it, it, it felt right. So, you know, call in. Tell us what you think of the title. I don't know. I know that you love it. I, I, I think it's, I think it <laughs> and works. And that's what's important. That's, I think it works. 
Tell me if I'm wrong. Tom didn't always agree with it, but I think he, you know, got on board. I I, I don't have quite the emotional Attachment. response, but you do, and I enjoy that. But I yeah. like seeing you upset. Well, so- you'll probably see me upset on this podcast. <laughs> uh, you saw me upset, I'm sure, on on the show itself yep. on Smallville. Yep. Uh, let's talk about this pilot. The pilot. Let's get into it. The pilot aired October sixteenth, two thousand one. Twenty one years ago. That's weird. The director, you remember him? David Nutter. David Nutter. The best. Who ended up directing Game of Thrones and every other pilot you can imagine. He was, we didn't know it at the time. He was already awesome. I mean, if you know what I mean, like he had already yeah. been successful. He's the most successful director that like Warner Brothers has ever had. And then he just kept being awesome. <laughs> he just grew like, into awesomeness. But like, what a great gift for us to be around somebody like that right at the beginning. Yeah. Like to set a standard that way of emotionality and like just like really keeping it quiet and intimate. You know what I mean? Like I And I, we needed somebody to trust. Yeah. We you know it's very important for our young actors when they're starting the business if if they have a crappy director who doesn't really have a vision, who doesn't do really know? know what he wants, that tends to gravitate or tends to show in performances. Yeah. And he was so confident what he was doing that yeah. we just believed it. We we yeah. were on board and ready to rumble with, yeah. with David Nutter. I mean, like, so, so the, you guys are like, I remember when I got on the show, you guys were all like real actors. <laughs> like, well, I was you hadn't like, done much. I hadn't done any really anything. And I remember you guys all being like, these guys are like all actors. Like, what am I? I I'm just trying to get. Were away you nervous? With I don't know if I was nervous. I think I was. I was at com- I, I was. I think I knew that I didn't know a lot, and you but I the, wanted could, to learn. Were you feeling like, can I do this? I wasn't worried about that. You weren't. No, I would have been worried about. I still am worried about that because I looked around at you guys. Where there was not you. You weren't there. No, you I was were, not there. Were you I was, no, I was in eighth grade. <laughs> Jeez, thanks for bringing. <laughs> but that I looked on. at people like you, and you guys like helped me. Like I just looked for guidance, and you guys were all there, so that helped. But yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Well, but neither did Clark. Yeah, that's good. It worked for the character. Yeah. Uh, the creators, obviously, Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster, uh, the writers of Smallville. We don't. Guy. We didn't know them. We don't know them. But the uh, creators of the, of the show, uh, Al Goff, Miles Miller, mm. who we love, and uh, we'll get them on the podcast Ooh. as well. They're, no, they're, they're great. The best. But the synopsis, uh, in, in 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 few words, Baby Clark, Cal L, arrives on Earth. Teen Clark starts high school saves Lex's life after a car accident, and finds out about his past and his birth parents. We're ultimately going to dissect each episode. And by, by the way, first... This is, t- I'm, first, I'm scared. Why? Because, like, there's there's a lot of things that, like, memory-wise that I probably blocked out that do come up when I watch it. Even just the pilot. Really? Yeah. It's really strange. What did you not remember when you like, I don't remember being on set that day? Um... What do you not remember? That's a horrible question. What do you don't remember? What don't you remember? <laughs> what don't you remember? <laughs> what don't you, you know what, guys? Listen, I'm not. It's 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 that it when I watch it, it it more comes back. Right. Which I don't. Sometimes I forget it happened. I think this is also fun for me because like there are actors and creative people that I would like to see them do this based on the material they've done before. Right. Like I'm I'm always really interested in like how people operate and what they think about and what. What you don't see, and hopefully that's something that we can share. And I think by watching it, those are the memories that come back that people don't know about. You know, you can watch the episode, but here's what happened that day. Here's what happened 
in between those scenes. Yeah. You know. So okay. let's go. Let's start with what happens in this episode. How does it start? It starts out establishing these characters when they're young, except for Cal El, who hasn't arrived on Earth yet. And we're getting to see, we are introduced to young Lana Lang, who's hanging out with her Aunt Nell. Yep. And uh, her parents are at some function or whatever. I don't remember exactly where they were, but they weren't with her. And we'll get to that, which is a they pretty, paid attention pretty insane scene, by the way. Not to jump forward, but when her parents die right in front of her, and the meteor just blasts their car away, and you see this little girl go, and like, then, holy shit. Well, that was part of, and you know, sorry, Kristen, for speaking for you, but I remember that was the thing for Kristen, always been like, you know, we really haven't addressed some of these character things, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was like, uh, yeah. And what else? We, we see uh, Lex with his overshadowing father, Lionel Luther, yeah. uh, you know, taking a helicopter ride, and he has a meeting with How handsome is John Glover? John Glover. And by the way, this was <laughs> 21. What I mean? What's funny is John Glover. Yeah. When this was filmed, he's only a few years older than I am now. That's what I was thinking about John Schneider, is that Jeez. he was like my age. He was younger than me. <laughs> and by the way, John, I'm sorry, but you looked I thought you looked a little older than me, how I look now. I think, you know, you look great, but I I I don't think I look as old as John. And it, it, I think it's more of a mature thing. Yeah, he doesn't he, look old. He looks beautiful. He's, he's a mature. Guy. Right. He's mature and you are not. And, and right, that's the difference. That's absolutely true. And we get to see <laughs> Neto Tool and John uh, Schneider rock it's the great. screen. And their relationship, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, it's John and uh, what, what are the characters' names? Annette. Are you talking about no, Annette? What are their characters' names on the show, though? Oh, Mr. Martha. Mr. Martha and Kent. Jonathan Kent. Kent. Sorry. And I thought it was a trick. I didn't realize what you But what's great about. is we... You know, I was a little nervous meeting these actors on. I mean, think about right now. Legends. Imagine, imagine right now you going to Vancouver to play Lionel Luther to some little bald kid. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I, like, like I could probably be like, kid. I could play Jonathan Kent, kind of. Like, I could see. I mean, I wouldn't. But I think I could. you still feel a little young. <laughs> yeah, you still feel a little young to me. Maybe it's because I know you. But John was just like Schneider and, and Glover and those. They were just like adults. Yeah, they were just more <laughs> mature than we'll ever be, yeah. I think, at that age. But, you know, their their whole thing, Jonathan and Martha, were they wanted a child, and she couldn't have a child. Yeah. And it was a very sad thing. And then we experienced this meteor shower. And then, boom. That comes, and this is when Kal-El, your character, arrives mm -hmm. to Earth, to Smallville, Kansas, and all hell breaks loose. You uh, inadvertently kill... <laughs> Lana's parents. Well, also, uh, you, um, when I was in Vancouver a couple weeks ago for a convention, right? This kid comes up. He goes, "Do you recognize me?" And I'm looking at him I'm like, what? "No." Who was he? He's the kid who played little Cal. The little naked out. kid who yeah. crawls up to the truck. That's he goes. I was the naked kid who got out of the spaceship, and I was like, "What?" Does he sign autographs? No, he's he's just wanted to say hi, and I was like, <laughs> "Like he's just a little local Vancouver really kid." Vocal, local? And they just yeah, they just grabbed him for the shoot. Yeah. And he's like, and I was is. that kid. And I was like, what a cute kid. this is like oddly cool. Inside of you is brought to you by Shopify. You know, I use Shopify. You guys go on the, you know, inside of you online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you. It's so amazing. Shopify. I can't think of anyone else that would do this 
uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you want to add discounts, like for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael 15, and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. Adding products. It's so easy. You put a picture. You just upload a picture. You put a description. It, it, it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. Uh, this is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy to navigate. I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash inside. Inside of you is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm -hmm. um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are. It's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's it's perfect for my lifestyle, and I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 
to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Inside of You is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And look, hair thinning impacts a lot of us, myself included. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play, and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted, whole body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical study, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes. With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4,500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, Dot com promo code inside that's neutrafall.com promo code inside but and yeah. let me tell you something uh give kudos to you know alan miles the creators and uh casting and all that for because the cast was really well cast i mean it was a really yeah. i would say side you know i mean go ahead say it, you look smart ass <laughs> side from lex luther i know what he's doing I, I know what he's doing but you know um it was just I was just really, really well surprised cast. of the other guy who turned the role down, which then allowed. <laughs> who is that? You know what's funny is there. You know Zach, Le- Zach Levi and I talk about it. Zach Levi was up for Lex. Jensen yeah, I, I think, think was up for Lex. Uh, Anson Mount was up for Lex. I feel like Zach Levi was up for Lex and Clark. Probably because he's good looking <laughs> yeah. enough to where he could play both. Right? Yeah, and and talented, but yeah. But it was it was uh, it was me and Jensen. Right. I mean, I remember going. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I remember going in for the actual audition or the uh what do you call not a self-tape it's um what do you call it when you go in front of uh, testing Peter, testing testing you test it and i walk st- in and there's studio. this like wonderfully handsome guy who i'm like i think this guy's a real actor um it was jensen who then turned out to be my you know clark's football coach 
years down the road. Yeah, dating Lana, which was really weird. That wouldn't happen right now in today's world. No. You notice that you don't know that yet. Yeah. But Jensen Ackles becomes a high school football coach and then starts dating Lana, yeah. who's like a sophomore in high yeah. school. You guys are all the same age. How does that? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's how illegal. It, it just wouldn't happen now. <laughs> like, there, it was a different time period. I think things that, you know, when you watch things that are years ago, I yeah. think sometimes they're jarring because things change. Yeah. The, uh, one thing that, one of those things, uh, when you and Lana were talking to the grave, oh, yeah. to the dead oh, parents, uh, there was, like, oh. the, mom, the mom was like, you can't say oh, are you thinking about a girl? Right. No, no, no. Or you think about a guy, you're like, no, no. It was like a little, it was like a little bit homophobic. It was a little bit homophobic, but, but I don't think that's what they intended. They're no. just like, he's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gay, which is, you know what I mean? But that's, that's exactly it's, what, the fact that we have to talk it, about it. But it tells yeah. you, I don't, yeah. I don't, I look, 21 years ago is when this pilot aired and things <laughs> change. People do things in their lives. They say things. I'm not going to get into the whole cancel culture thing, but we evolve as human beings. That's, uh, the, that's the thing. Like it's, it's just, wouldn't it be it's funny, an evolution. Wouldn't it be evolution. funny if in that moment and Clark was like, no, no, no. Lana was like, it's okay if you do. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, that would be just a different like, show. Yeah, different different different. nowadays it would be. Or yeah. Clark would be gay. Mm -hmm. Look, we ultimately anyway. had a great time. We have a great time going back and re-watching this. What would you say, Tom, stood out as the highlights of this episode, of this pilot episode? I, the, the, obviously watching everyone and being like, wow, it's it's a total different, like ev the way, like the way you, <laughs> like it, it's, it's like time travel. But at the same time, I didn't recognize myself. Like that that easily could just be somebody else playing that character when I watch it. Really? Yeah. Because you're so different. I now. do not have a You don't relate to him. I don't have a you know, maybe it it's different on other things, like cheaper that doesn't, right? For some reason, like that's me. Like I know that's me. But right. there's something I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a crazy person and there's dissociation or whatever. But like I was watching the pilot and I'm like, that that's me? Like it was like I had to remind myself. I don't know if that makes any sense. It makes absolute sense. But I was like, that's... I think I did that with my performance a lot, where I was like, oh my gosh, you're so young, you're so naive. And I remember there were certain scenes, like the the scene where we're fam fencing, uh -huh. and you come in and I throw the with sword. Heike. I remember I was very nervous in that scene, and and David kind of comforted me. Do you remember? I I, I remember this that them telling us, you know, because she throws the sword and it sticks. And it and it and it wiggles or boing whatever. And I remember, I literally remember standing there with you, and they were like, "Here's what we're gonna do. She's gonna go like this, and the camera's gonna whip over here, and then somebody else before the camera gets there is just gonna go like this, and it'll be there." And I remember you going like, "That is so simple. That is so cool." And I remember being like, "That is so amazing." But that's what it is. It was already in the thing. Right. She goes like this. The camera whips, and somebody, you know, from from the uh, prop department from the prop department, you know, hits it. And there it is. And I remember you and I being like, wow. That's going to look good when you film, when you edit it. And it did. It always, they, it's tricks. It's the yeah. tricks that they are well aware of. And by the way, uh, we can't go without mentioning what a terrific crew and the way this was oh, shot, the sure. cinematography. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. Back when this was like one of the most expensive pilots ever filmed. Yeah. I think it might have cost $12 million. I'm not sure at the time. But the meteor shower still holds up and still holds up also it still holds up and it took a month to shoot the pilot and then when we went into shooting episodes they were 10 day episodes with yeah. two days rotation right. and, and that kind of thing so that's part of the thing with television too is like you spend a month on the pilot and then it's like 
well, how come the second episode doesn't look as good? Because you only had 10 days. That's why. Right. <laughs> like, that's a that's a behind the scenes thing that maybe nobody cares about, but that's a reality. But also, again, the 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 casting. They yeah. really, the kids, you young Kal-El, and, and by the way. And the recasting. And the Because re- Annette was not. That was true. Yeah. They, they recast Annette O'Toole because there was another woman. Her name was Cynthia. I forgot. It's been she so long. But she did a great but job. Just, but for some reason, they wanted someone a little more mature, a little more seasoned, whatever it sure. was, a little more maternal maybe. Mm-hmm. And they, they chose Annette, who was fantastic. And, uh, you know, when I saw it put together, I, I thought to myself, this was the first time I ever thought you are going to be part of a successful project. Yeah. This I is, did something. <laughs> I, I did something right. Yeah. My parents will actually be proud of me. Yeah. You know, or people will want to watch the show. That's how I felt about it. Well, I, I, I also, when I look at it, uh, John Glover is an easy example of this, but you fall into the same category. When I watch it now, John Glover, what he did with Lionel Luther, well, like what was on the page and what John did yeah. is extraordinary. And I feel like, you did the same thing with with Lex, whereas like if you just read the script, that's not in there. Like you driving the Porsche and like the way you're looking around, that's not none of that stuff's in there. That's you. That's the nuances, the little things. Yeah, and that's why it, that character is yours. I mean, you know, you're the second best Lex Luthor ever. Well, thank you. That's how I feel. I feel like maybe you know. No, I don't. I don't really think about that. But I do love John. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. But I will. So I didn't answer your question. The highlights. The highlight. Um, the under Clark going underwater and, and and grabbing Lex brought back a lot of memories to oh, me. Oh boy, yeah. Because and I'm sure you do. I like that was that, that wasn't a hard day for me, but it was for you. Yeah. And I could I could see that that day. Very intimate. But I was so naive, like unexperienced. I was like, well, I guess this is just the way it is. But now when I really think about it, like. I would I didn't I would not switch places with you. But no. But it turned out really good. Yeah. And those this I, I might be talking in, in randomly, but um this is what I'm talking about because I watched that scene and it's perfect. But then I'm like, but I remember sitting, you know, on the side of the tank with my stunt double and everybody being like, Well, we just need to give Michael a second. And I'm like, Well, yeah, I mean, I don't okay. Like I don't I don't know how any of this right, goes. Right, right. But all I know is, like, if that's what he needs, that's what, he's an actor. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. what, Ryan, or what Ryan doesn't know, and maybe I've talked about it, I don't know, but it was a 20-foot tank, 25-foot tank, and at the bottom they had the car, the portion there, and what they did was they put me in there, and I'd have, like, an oxygen tank, yeah. and they would put weights on me to hold me in place. And then... Because his character's trapped in the car. I'm trapped right? in the car unconscious, so David Nutter would go, okay, Michael, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. And I'm like... <sighs> And then you like, just uh, let us know when you're ready and take the oxygen mask off. And the guy's like, don't worry, I'll be right over here with your oxygen. And, <laughs> As you're buckled and, 10 and feet And buddy, buddy, for the first five takes, I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. And I, and I would just swim up to the top and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, Tom, they're going to fire me because I can't do this. I'm so freaked out. And we took a scuba diving. They made us take a scuba course. And so we knew how to do all this, but it was different going 25 feet under, putting something on you, you have nothing, you're just lying there, and then he's got to grab you out of the water and take you. And then it was just, I couldn't wrap my head around him. I was worried, this is it, they're going to fire me, I'm a a puss, (laughs) you know? And somehow we got the take, and David said, that was perfect, we're good. You know, I, I think, going back to David Nutter, I think his part of his genius is that 
that comfort there. He oh, wasn't yeah. forcing anything because I didn't know if this was, if we were going slow or we were going fast. I didn't know. Right. All I knew is that like, he knew I was nervous. I knew you were nervous, but I, I also like, I don't know. Do, do, do you yell at people for that? I don't know. Like, I don't, <laughs> do you yell? But Nutter would his, his just sort of aura and his calmness. You're just taken care of. Right. Um, but I would not trade, you know, even to this day, I don't want to like sit in your pool a foot underwater with weights on me. No, like, no. Nobody it wants was, that. It was not fun. But those are memories that come back after watching it. And, there, and there's other ones like there's, you know, when Clark sees Lana in trips and falls, I literally was like, I remember worrying about making it look real and deciding I'm just going to fall. Like, I'm not going to act. Right. It. I'm just going to fall. You know what's funny about that scene? Is when you watch it from the back, you're like, See, why did he fall like that? But then when they reveal the kryptonite, you realize, ah, oh, that makes sense. Yes. Because at first I'm like, oh, that looks kind of stupid. I'm like, oh, no, it makes sense. And then Whitney shows up and then Clark sits on the side and he's like feeling kind of sick and wheezy and doesn't really know why. Yeah. Right. So it did, it did work. But like the highlights to me, the meteor shower, the performances with everybody's performance was just, it, it doesn't matter how great a show is when it comes to um the effects and the cinematography if the actors aren't likable well you were likable you were the lead on the show you were likable people wanted to watch you and if you weren't good we wouldn't be talking about the show right that, now. that i mean that is that is true with 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 every show like if you don't you know but what i also found was like every single actor on that show came in and and, and it's a tribute to how it was filmed and how it was written but every character came in already on the move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Jonathan comes in, Martha comes in, Lionel comes in. Everybody was, you felt like you were allowed into something that has already been going. Right. Which I thought was a- Into the club. Into the club. Right. Like access to a life that, you know- VIP. Yeah. Yeah. No, I felt like that too. So that's, yeah. You know what else I felt- I didn't feel like that filming it. Right. <laughs> but- <laughs> Well, you know what? Uh, a lot of we developed something that or we the show became sort of like they would talk about is it a freak of the week episode yeah and that meaning that there was some kind of person that was affected by the meteor yeah, shower yeah, we, we couldn't that, even say that that now. has a power <laughs> and people would say oh come on why right. is it always freak of the week well any adams or something yeah right but exactly but you understand like in the first episode this guy that's tied to the cross and the, yeah. in, the in the field and uh, they're 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 picking on him, and then you know from the meteor shower he develops some kind of power of electricity, and he's able to use his power to get right. revenge on his uh, on the people that caused him so much suffering when he was younger. And uh, I think that you did need a freak of the week episode because especially when you're starting to understand who these characters are, we have to let them breathe a little bit and and build what's called character development. And as the episodes grow, you start to get attached to these people. Then you can start getting into the sub story. <laughs> well, then you can start getting into the <laughs> sub stories. Those, but you need sometimes the freak of the week to kind of for the B sure. story to keep things going. It's an hour show. Yeah. It's very difficult to write twenty two episodes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if they do that. The, 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 this. This. I don't know either. I, I. I think that's a big order now. I think uh, you know. ten months a year we were filming the show, so it's like you had to have these freak of the, freaks of the week until you could start developing, like you know, getting into the red kryptonite and getting into yeah. Lex's past and all this, yeah. all these things, and then we can go uh, into you know into their past and kind of that's when it gets that, the show was at its best when we went to the backstories of who these people are. I think so. Yeah, um, for sure. I think that eventually 
in, in, and I, and I mean this getting Alan miles on here, be fun to like, did they know, did they really have a plan? Like, yeah. I don't know. Cause it seems like they did like those. I know they're both very smart people. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But like, I wonder, I, I, I would like to ask I, I don't know what their plan was. Yeah. Like how much did you have? Written? We're going to have them on. <laughs> we'll probably have them on. They're shooting a TV series right now. We need them to come back. Cause we're going to probably pitch something with them as well. Yeah. But when they come back, we'd like to sit down with them, even if they're on zoom or well, whatever. And my, my question and remind me to ask them, to ask them as I want to ask miles, a very personal question, which is, why is it that Al never directed an episode? Yeah, Everybody why else now? Did. Maybe he just didn't, maybe he just didn't want to. I don't think he's. I don't good. think he really cared. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I write. I sure. I create. Yeah. I don't need to do this. Um, <laughs> but other highlights I'd say on this episode were besides casting, besides the meteor shower. Um, I love when they're when Martha and and uh, Jonathan's truck gets turned over when they yep. first when little Cal El comes up to them and they're upside down. Yep. Um, just very creative filmmaking and transitions and the music and everything just came together and i could tell you speaking for myself i've done a lot of shows where there's always some element missing it's either shitty cinematography shitty acting shitty writing there's always something and for some reason this was the perfect story well part of it is and i had this conversation with uh greg beeman who was obviously a big part of the show as well um about earning the image and and what i mean by that is like you can't just do a cool shot it has to be earned like you can't just take your shirt off in the middle of a scene you know what i mean it has to be earned and i think that that was something that david nutter set out and and obviously uh you know greg jumped on and or had before uh and has to be motivated it has to be motivated and earned and i think that we always strove to, for that with everything yeah we wanted credibility we wanted yeah. to be people to buy it yeah you know i wish i would have just said it like that no that was good ryan <laughs> although I, I do th- i do think there was probably a little bit of you know backroom talk just like how do we get tom's shirt off in the first episode no. you know what i made it hard for them. <laughs> no i made it hard for them why is that yeah of course you made we, it hard because, for them tom but- <laughs> <laughs> you're taking your shirt off buddy. the uh because of that David Nutter thing, which I just talked about, they I I remember them being they they were like, oh Clark, you know, he walks in with his shirt off. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, because you know he didn't have a shirt on. And I'm like, why didn't he have a shirt on? Like I would, I got that I think from Nutter a little bit of just right. like pushing and being like, well, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. You can't just have it. And that's but they always that's come why up we with weren't reasons. really a sober. Yeah, I eventually ended up in a black suit and flying, and, and I wasn't Superman. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, fine, but yeah. By the way, out of all the scenes, you know, every episode we're going to see what we think Brian's favorite scene was. Oh, yeah. Besides the meteor shower and the opening of the show, let's let's put that away because okay. that's obviously one of the best openings there is. What would you say Ryan's favorite scene in the movie I the show think, is? And then I'll say mine and we'll okay. see if either of us are right. Should we write it down so he can't change his mind? Do you no, already have it written? Get it in no, your I head. Got, I got it in your head. Okay, yeah. he's got it. All right. Well, selfishly. This is called What is Ryan's Favorite Scene? Selfishly, what, this is what I want you to like the best, mm-hmm. which is Clark ripping open the door and announcing who he is and and... And that you're in Smallville. <laughs> Don't say anything. You, you can't that? say yes or no. Hmm? My you name is that? Clark Kent and you're in Smallville. Okay, you said that. All right. mm-hmm. I'm going to say his favorite <laughs> scene. His favorite scene mm-hmm. was when Lex 
hits you and I go off the bridge. <laughs> I and- love that we both think oh. his favorite scene has to do with us. It's got to be a last no, I, 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 I think that's probably his. I'm going to say that's his favorite scene of him. You of you saving Lex. When Lionel kisses Martha in the pilot. Do you remember that scene? No, it's not there. <laughs> what is it, it, Ryan? Took, it took me a second. Uh, I like the fencing scene. Oh, I was going to say that. Because uh, because it's that is the first. It's a good scene. It's uh, It tells the story. It tells the story. It's the two of you guys together. It's you as you being someone I don't recognize, I know this farting podcaster. That's who I know. Right, 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 right. Um, no, but he's... And, but then it's it's a great scene between the two of you. It, it builds the tension. It sets everything up. Followed closely, I have to say, by um, uh, you and Jonathan talking about... Um, uh, like like revealing who the you ship? are. Like you, oh. you sticking your arm in a wood chipper. That and then and, and then they sort of get to... Uh, they're not trying to keep this secret from you. Like I like that they get to it in the pilot. And that it's not like just like this long secret oh, that they just yeah. like keep you have to figure you. it out. Like That's you knew cool. right away. And it was, um, yeah, it was a good moment. That's and then the artifact yeah. comes out and the spaceship comes out. Um, I like that they uh, revealed those things early. And yeah, you stuck your good arm point. in a wood chipper. Okay, so right now it's real, zero, zero after the first episode. <laughs> zero, zero. At the end of the year, we'll tally to see who gets the amount of the right of the, the, the scenes that Ryan liked the most, see who okay. gets the most. Well, you can't cheat though, because no, I won't. I, I didn't cheat just now. But it's in now. I kind of see. Okay. Well, now now I, I, now I see the way he's kind of sees it now. All right. Because it just can't be my favorite scene. It has to be the scene that he likes. His favorite. Still, scene. I, but I, 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 I tried to convince my wife that when when the Porsche hits Clark mm-hmm. and flies in the water, I tried to convince her that I did that stunt. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And I was like, we got it on the first take. She's like, that's not you. And I'm like. Is, was that no. the one where you guys met? Was was that your first scene shooting together? Uh, or was it or was the fencing I don't, scene? I think making out. Well, that's that day. I think that was the first scene, wasn't it? When you, f- you give me mouth to mouth? I I don't know, but it could be. It could be. Could a th- that be the first day that we worked together? Was like, you gave right, me well, mouth to mouth on the very first day we met. And I remember, <laughs> I remember being a little... Like Bitch. I was trying to like talk about it a little <laughs> bit. And I'm being like, I don't really... And you're, and you're like, just fucking just do it. Just, do, just don't, just, like, don't, just, just, do, do just kiss me. Just, just. Do it. No, it's not a kiss. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, by the way, we again, we want to mention it really helps the podcast. This is new. If you're into this, if you want to watch these episodes, uh, then you need to follow us. You need to follow us. And these following, uh, look at Talkville Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, and at Talkville Pod on the Twitter. And I'm also right now going to give you the phone number. And we're going to keep it fun. Like, those things will be worth following. Absolutely. We're going to keep it fun. And we want to hear what you think. We want to hear your opinions. We're going to, you know, see online when you guys are talking in the chats. But you also are going to call. And also, like, help us shape this. You know what I mean? Because a lot of it is, like, like I will just, like, talk. That's what people want to hear. But what do you guys want? You know? That's, yeah. But here's the number. If you want to call, leave it to 20 seconds, 25 seconds. If you have something to say about the episode, we'd appreciate it. It's 213-538-2883. That's 213-538-2883. Make it short. We don't have time to listen to long messages. But I am going to, I'm going to play some messages now from you guys that called. And we're going to answer these, whether they're statements or questions. So here we go. That's funny. Well, all right, hang on. Me calling from Port Moody, BC. Um, just wanted to give some thoughts on the pilot. I love the pilot. It was great. I love the scenes between, of course, you and Tom. I do, though, really love the scenes between 
you know, John and Tom. The hand she on the shoulder gets me every does. time when oh. the Clark. I thought she All said right, I don't thanks. really. Bye. That All was right. a that was a that was a Schneider thing. I remember because again, I I didn't I had no experience as an actor, right? Right. And so a lot of times when you're in a scene with people, um, you're you're you know, you're there's a distance, you, you know. The actual touching is sometimes not even allowed, if that makes sense. And then for, for John to reach out and grab my shoulder, you know what I mean? It's like a real thing. I remember being like, oh, wow, that's like, that's a real move. Like, that's awesome. He's, he's yeah, he's directing his motivation. He, this right. is what he wants to because do. Because you're really not supposed to touch other people. Well, John Glover taught me differently. <laughs> he would do things where he'd grab my face, he'd grab my arm, yeah. dear Lex. But and that would get what a big I, moment. I, great moments. And I started doing that as well. Yeah. In I fact, mean, yeah. it's it, like, see, now we're sharing a moment. Uh, it's grabbing Ryan's it's, like, it's, leg. It's, it's as simple as that, but at the same time as like, and Schneider did that. He was like, look at me, son. You know, it was like a. Was it also kind I of like, I'm now. the alpha here? Probably. I think it was. Yeah. I'm the dad. I'm in control. But not, not in a, not in a like. Condescending way. Not in an actory, I'm more important than you. It's I'm your father. And I, I'm demanding your attention right now because mm -hmm. I'm here to help you with your life. Mm -hmm. it, it was, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey, you know, I used to be on Dukes of Hazzard, so you should listen to me. <laughs> it was never that. Yeah. It was never that. It was just, I'm here to help you. I'm your dad. And man, I mean, that's why he's such a big part of the show. Uh, here's the next question or state. By the way, great casting, by the way, like Bo Duke is. Oh man. Like that's awesome. And Annette O'Toole was in Superman three with I Richard know. Pryor. Here we go. Hi, this is Leanne Pritchett. I am from Leanne. the Pacific Grove, Monterey area of California. Um, so, my gosh, how to answer this one. Um, there's so many things I loved. I loved just the family feel, um, the camaraderie with all the incredibly gifted actors. But what really stood out for me in the pilot episode was when Lex got out of his Porsche, that I think it's like the bluish-gray color Porsche, at the crap factory that his dad left him. <laughs> Got out of the car, looked around, and said, Factory. thanks a lot, Dad. That really um, nailed it for me and made me 100% Team Lex. Thanks, guys. This is really cool. That's actually a very smart uh, observation that, yeah. that for that moment for Lex. That's actually a really... It, he it, felt it, for it him. Sets like, it up. His dad gave him a crap factory. Mm -hmm. Here's this billionaire who lost his hair in a mm -hmm. meteor shower. He's labeled sort of as a freak. He's in his dad's shadow, and now he has to. His dad gives him the <laughs> shit factory. Yeah. Thank you, dad. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that that scene was actually difficult because they wanted to do a one where I pull. I'm driving the Porsche, and then I pull right into the spot. Yeah. I get out of the car and I say it all in one. Yeah, and I was just nervous to get the right thing to get the. You know, it's sometimes it's you know they just care about the shot because it's cool, and you have to sell it. Yeah, and I don't know if you did this. Um... I, you know, the hardest lines are the, are the one-liners, right? Because there's no lead in and there's nowhere to go. And I don't know if you did this, but sometimes I would say things in my head before I would say the line. Right. And I don't know if you did that or you just literally said the line. But, you know, like I remember, for example, like my name is, you know, I'm Clark Kent and you're in Smallville. I recall being, saying to myself, what's your name? Like in my mind, right, 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 right before I said the line, to give myself a. Lead. You remember that? I do. After watching the pilot, that's wow. what I'm saying. All these triggers, which is what this is really going to be about, is all these weird triggers. From did you honestly be honest when you saw the pilot episode? Did you think 
this is going to be a huge success. People are going to remember me now. They're going to notice me. I, I'll be completely honest. I, I had no idea whether it would be a success or not. I knew it was really fucking good. I do, I do know that. Right. Growing up watching TV, like I, I, I'm a TV, like I grew up on TV. I remember watching and being like, this is good. It might be successful or not, but I know it's good. Yeah. And that's, we kept pushing the boundaries for 10 years that yeah. way because I wanted it to be good. Ryan, did you feel that when you watched the episode? Could you understand why it was such a success? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think well, it's Superman. It's uh, it was like, but it's the story before the story, which has never really been seen. It wasn't Superman. True, it's Clark Kent. It wasn't Superman. Ryan, Jesus, you didn't even know he was going to be Superman. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that? Oh, did I spoil that? Yeah, you spoiled. (laughs) Total spoiler. I played Clark Kent. I did not play Superman. (laughs) It's true. Um, (laughs) thank you. I mean, do you guys think about how, because I, I didn't realize when it aired, um, like how 9-11 might have played into people wanting to watch a show, we like, were, a, like a show about heroes and like We actual, were already like, filming. Yeah. Um, I remember, it, it, I mean, sorry to interrupt you, but I no, remember waking up that m- the morning it happened. 9-11, yeah. And we were shooting an episode called Hothead. And I was in New York, remember, flying back. You yeah. thought I was in trouble. Yeah, and I remember being like, having no idea what to do other than go to work. Like it was like almost like robotic. And we went and I remember we were shooting in the stadium and it was this audit and there were F-16s flying over. Jesus. And I was like, we're in Canada and there's F-16s. Like what's going Like, But it was just a robotic sort of thing. Um, and the reason I say that, I got, I got chills actually. The reason <laughs> I say this is because it, it happened while we were filming. And I think that part of the heroic thing may have helped but what i see from a lot of people that we meet at conventions stuff is people just the outsider's story of like trying to figure out who you are and what the point is in life i think um is something that i feel like is a recurring story that i hear from people but i also will say that i think the show is successful because it was a show that people could just watch with their dad they yeah. could watch with their families. They yeah. could watch with their kids. Yeah. You, can, you can't watch True Blood with your parents. No, and I think <laughs> there's... awkward. You know how many stories we <laughs> back, hear back about day, people yeah. saying, or, or, or we, I yeah. watched this in Iraq with my buddies, with my platoon, or whatever it was, yeah. and yeah. You, know, my, you know, watching in the service, and we had all the VCR tapes, and, yeah. you know, uh, I watched this with my dad on Tuesday nights, and it was our night. I think we changed from Sunday to Tuesday. Oh, I think, we, I, I think by times. the end, we were on every... <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, back to Monday. Yeah. Like, but I think people, like back to your question, I think people were looking for a hero. They were looking for some kind of, uh, some some sort of uh, peace or some sort of escape from, it, it also, from the real world. It also yeah. like was a, was, a, was a perfect storm where the technology that we were able to use on the show became affordable for a television show and not just a film. Right, yeah. Like literally that year, the visual effects just, the, you know, it just happened to be... Like if we had done the show a year earlier or a year later, it would have been a different show. Right. It was literally that year um, where the studio was open to it to spend money. Um, and the more that we did the visual effects, the, the more the price came down, which is a weird thing. Because hmm. um, I remember there was something, there was like thing, something we did in season one that was like $50,000 by like season five. It was like, uh, we'll just do it. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it. Like, they, they, the visual effects we'll even charge us for. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. I'll just fit it in. All right, here we go. Hi, Michael and Tom. It's Louisa from Canada. My question Another is: Canada. Now that you have both rewatched the pilot over twenty years later, is there anything you would want to change from it? Thank you so much for this amazing show, and thank you for doing this rewatch 
and letting us be included. Oh. I'm so excited for the animated series. You guys are the best. Lots of love to both of you. I mean, is there anything you would change? Like how it's such a tough question because like it works. Yeah, I would so have, why would we change? I it? would have but, worn better insoles from my dress shoes. I think it would have been easier on my back. I just remember like always wearing dress shoes and suits and it was just like, oh my gosh, I need more comfortable shoes. But I never complained about my shoes until probably it was too late. You know what I mean? This Comfort. Is so this is Comfort. something that this there's there's I used to say this to people on um, there's no extra credit for suffering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're cold and we're it's three o'clock in the morning and we're shooting downtown Vancouver and you're cold. Figure it out. Well, also like there's there's things we can do to warm you up. Don't suffer because right. it's not worth it. Right. Um yeah, you were always there's no way I could have been in suits for ten years like that. Well, seven years for me. Well but 165 episodes wearing suits and dress shoes and uh shaving. I, the I head. remember seeing oh, you yeah. like and you were so good about it. Professional is probably the better word, but like I remember like there would be when you would eat you'd put like napkins on and you would like eat away from your suit so you because because you don't want to get the suit dirty because then you have to deal with changing it and like some right. pain in the ass yeah and then i mean for me it was t-shirts and jackets and like if you didn't see me from the waist down i was wearing shorts and birkenstocks because absolutely it was so hot comfort I, was like, yeah. I can't wait till we start uh talking to hopefully steve oban who did wardrobe <sighs> and just hear his his, his perspective his must his perspective. be so funny because he was the first he was the best one to roll his eyes at every oh you know? yeah i'd say hey steve i don't want to wear a purple shirt he goes i don't care <laughs> wear what you want they just told me to put this in your trailer i could give a shit <laughs> that's, so true. that's what he would do so true all right here we go <laughs> hi rosie hi tom what's going on this is michelle from eaton ohio and my question for the pilot is during the cpr scene I'm curious, how many takes did you have to do for that? And did you practice beforehand? Please do kiss and tell. Thank the you. CPR Love scene. You, First the, of all, the Michelle, mouth. you're a perv <laughs> for even going mouth. there. And uh, I, I think we just did like a couple takes. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Yeah. We didn't ask for more. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> well, maybe I don't Tom recall did. either of us asking for more takes. I think we were just like, you know, yeah, no disrespect, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Thanks for that question. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ray in Japan. A scene I love in the first episode is when Clark returns the truck to Lex. It was only the second time they've met in the episode, and Lex is already practically declaring them BFFs. That's <laughs> true. You were. Thank you. Uh, Goodbye. I mean, Lex couldn't be more creepy. He hung out with like high school kids. You know what I mean? Like you, you were. <sighs> he was a creepy guy. Well, he was like supposed to be early twenties, and he was hanging out. With, yeah, it was a I, lot. I, it was a lot. I remember that it's true. it had been so easy to play that scene of just being like i can't have this truck and i totally understand why right so here's the truck back that would have been the easiest way but if you add in there like i kind of want the truck and i kind of appreciate this but my dad told me and i you know what i mean that that complication makes that scene work i think uh, yeah. because if you look at it clark's not like completely he hasn't made up his mind about it. He's just kind of doing what his dad told him to do, and that sucks. You know what I mean? True, but what is Lex talking about? <laughs> like, honestly, he's like, I know. our friendship is going to be the stuff of legend, or whatever he says. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. It's like, I don't want anything to get in the way of our friendships, Clark. And you're like, dude, 
You're freaking me out. It's so funny because it's an intense guy. And I think we've talked about this before, but like, oh, here, here it is. It's we have a future, and I don't want anything to stand in the way of our friendship. Right? Who says? Who that? says that? Eerie as shit. That was creepy. But fucking. But then you got Clark. Like, I see something in you too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there is that. We yeah. made that work because on paper it's fucking bullshit. It is. We <laughs> did. Like, Sometimes you just got to sell the shit. You got to sell the shit, and we. uh Sometimes we'd have to sell it. Usually it was pretty easy with the writing, but uh some- I had a writer friend once. We were we were working on something and and I was like, dude, what like how am I supposed to he goes, I just write it. You gotta say it. You you gotta and sell it. I was it, like, stop. You fair gotta enough, sell fair it. Enough. Yep. That's, that's my job. <laughs> this is Rob Brandenburg from Temple, Texas, your resident coffee dealer. And I'm just watching this first episode of Smallville, remembering how well the chemistry with you guys went in the pilot episode and just wondering if there's any insight or details you could share about how that happened. You don't see that as often. You guys all just seem to have this chemistry like you've been working together for years, even in episode one. So anything you could share on that would be awesome to hear about. Thanks guys. I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is back then, and this probably changed over time, but back then I look, I looked up to you as a person Jesus. Back then. Back then. Um, and I think that was the Clark Lex relationship anyway. You know what I mean? I think there was a curiosity and, a, and like a I think that was that was a reality that came through in those characters, I think. That wasn't something yeah. that you know, I was just like, oh, what, what am I supposed to be doing? And you were like, Well, let me help guide you. And you were doing that as a person and as an actor. Well, so. I, I agree, but I also think that there was such a mutual respect as as human beings. That I was like, I want you to be your best and you want me to be my yeah. best. And there's nothing better than going into a scene yeah. where somebody has your your best interest at, yeah. in hand. And and I think that's that goes a lot. It says a lot about you. And uh, you know, I was just as nervous as anybody else, and I wanted to be great, and you helped me attain greatness at times. I, re- I really believe that you helped me get to that level where you're like, hey, let's do it again, let's do it again, and I would do the same for you. Yeah. And I think that respect and that wanting to be great and that wanting to see uh, you know, a successful show, I think we just had our, each yeah. other's backs. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of success. And I, and, and I think that like the relationship I had with, with you, with Schneider, with Glover, like there were no lazy actors on that show. Was that a fart? That was actually like a pretty good comment. And then you. Sorry, you know, sorry about that. I had to. But fart. like nobody was lazy. Nobody ever like showed up but wasn't there. Does that make any sense? No. No, it does. It does. Make <laughs> we were always trying to like elevate. Elevate. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's. We wanted to make. It's we, so easy to not do that. We wanted to impress the camera operator. I remember looking yeah, at JD and true. going, JD, was that good? He's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah and that like, felt good. It felt good when JD, JD was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. It yeah. was great. I love him. He's still doing shows like Arrow and really? Flash. Yeah. People God, love him. Awesome. Like, you got a lot of crew guys from Smallville on our show now. He's such a beautiful person. They're the best. Uh, look, overall, look, this was the pilot that we talked about today. It, there's so much more that we'll bring later into the series, into the conversations about the pilot. Episode about we the pilot. could easily talk about this forever. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're gonna next week. We go to episode two, and that episode is called Metamorphosis, and things get a little bit buggy. Yeah, because it's the bug guy. Yeah, the guy who's affected by bugs, the freak of the week, and you'll have to see that one. And uh, you know, I, I think it'd be fun to dip 
into some of the guest stars and try to bring them back. I don't think Amy Adams would come talk to oh, us. Oh, you never know. But may, maybe she would. She hasn't know. done anything in a while, so maybe she'll <laughs> she'll. Uh, well, I, I don't know, and I'm not putting her down. She's you an never, amazing actress. You, but you know what? You never know. You never. I know. got along with her. I haven't seen her since. Right. But you know, maybe we'll reach out. Um, metaf- I, real quickly, metamorphosis. What I remember about that is the title and being like, huh. And then if you go through all the episodes, they all have interesting titles. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a cool thing that Al Miles always did. Yeah. But Metamorphosis, I was like, how do you spell that? Onyx. Metamorphosis. There's just always, I mean, and then there's like red and stuff like that. Red. But yeah, they did a good job. Well, we hope you guys. Pilot. Ugh. Uh, by the way, really the ball. you had some questions, Ryan. Before we go, you yeah. had some questions. Oh, that was it. Um, that was it. Well, I mean, because I'm watching it, like, and I'm just noticing different things. So, I mean, so the first thing I noticed is the the Smallville sign. Did you guys know what it says? Yes, it says Cream uh, Corn Capital, Cream Corn Capital of the World, and it had I forgot how many yeah. people. But the second oh, time around, so later on, it's uh, Meteor Capital of the World. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, how good was the cream corn then? Not that great. Never had it. Never had Smallville cream corn. Hey, you know, you know what's funny about Smallville is it's Kansas, right? Yeah. And look at all the pine trees. <laughs> that was, that was always a fun thing because there's no pine trees in there. But anyway, sorry. That is, <laughs> is that all you had? Um, also thought of, I mean, why forty five thousand and one? Why why did they do the and one? You know, Bryce population? said that. Our producer Bryce said that maybe one huh? one meant maybe Tom's Cal L. Well, there was twenty five thousand and one. When the and then there was 45,001? And then it was 45,001. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. That's something we should ask the creators about. Why does it say end one? Why is it just an even number? It would have been funny if like every episode we we go past that sign and the numbers change. They just keep week. going down because people are dying <laughs> in Smallville. Yeah, exactly. Uh, were you driving the Porsche? I was driving the Porsche most of the time. Was it stick or automatic? Uh, automatic. Stick. Stick yeah. shift. Stick shift. Yeah, it was, uh, it was manual. Um, I had to drive... I got to drive a lot of fast cars, Lamborghinis and Porsches and uh, Maseratis, and you know, that and, was but, fun. And, and they so, never gave me a fucking free vehicle. They never gave me Mach three razors to shave my head. Those son of a bitches. And and okay, here's another funny behind the scene thing. Um, when they give you a Porsche drive on a TV show, it's a very stressful situation because sometimes the owner is there, and there's somebody from the insurance, and they're all like, "Okay, don't." Don't fuck this up. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not fun. No. It's not a fun experience. You don't experience. get to go tear shit up. Although no. I did sometimes. I would I would, I would, would race that car and go, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Where's Rosenbaum going? I'm tr- going for a drive. I would. Once I got cocky, a little confident, and like going, hey, I'm Lex Luthor. They're not firing me anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking flooring this. I'm driving this Maserati. I'm not going to get out so somebody else can drive it over there. I'll drive it over there myself yeah. fast. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Uh <laughs> And by the way, in the beginning, I remember doing a lot of my own stunts and a lot of stuff like that, which I regret. <laughs> you know, let the guys who know what they're doing do their job. They do it well. If they, no one should ever say, was that you? They should always say, was that you? It looked like you. Because that's, that means the stunt guys are doing their jobs. You know what I mean? Um, look, let's take this discussion online. Let us know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials. Again, that's at Talkville Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Twi- uh, Facebook, and Twitter is TalkvillePod, at TalkvillePod. Follow us. Get this thing going. And also the Patreon, patreon.com slash Talkville. Join Patreon. Support the podcast in many ways. 
Tom, look at Tom's film and shit all over Well, here. no, I just, I wanted pictures of this because this is our first time. This is our first time. And, we know. hope you enjoy this. Please call. Remember the numbers 213-538-2883. Make it short. Episode two is Metamorphosis. So we're going to watch that for next week. Make sure you watch it. Tell us what you think. If you don't like something, if you don't understand something, if something just irks you, or if you just want to say how much you love something, feel free. Or do what I would do. If I was had an opportunity to ask, like, I don't know, Nicolas Cage or Robert Redford something about their scene, like, is it like, what's cool and what's what do you want to know about something? It's it's fun. Yeah, because we're the people who know. Yeah, <laughs> ask us who. Sh how did you shoot that? Or what was the process? Was it hard? You know, right. what was it like working with this actress? We'll we'll give you whatever you know whatever we can. Um, this was a lot of fun. We are the future, Clark. And I don't want anything to get in the way of our friendship. That was a big line. That was a big one. That was a real creepy line. That was it. But so you made it. I mean, you you made you it sell work. it. You gotta you, sell you it. Like you just gotta sell it and trust the people around you. Well, and if you can't sell it, it's my job to make it seem like you did. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but by the way, guys, this is you know if you haven't seen Smallville, this is exciting. Because uh, hopefully you're going to enjoy it and watch this whole series with us as we go through every episode. And if you have seen it, you're going to watch it with us uh, again. But this time, it's been a long time since Tom and I have revisited. So it's all very new for us. We didn't watch a lot of the episodes. I think early on we did. But then... No, like Metamorphosis, the second episode, which you and I are going to watch and then talk about next time. Right. I actually don't remember what happens. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I remember there's a bug guy. Yeah. There's bug guy. But I'm going to be watching it being like, oh, yeah. And then things will come back. Write in. Follow us on the handles. Call the number. Ask questions. Join our Patreon. We love you. And we can't wait to come back next week and talk about episode two, Metamorphosis. Yeah. I mean, and this is this is fun for us. Um, hopefully, it's fun for you guys. Thanks for for listening to us because uh, it's, it's kind of fun to relive the fun parts now. That's for damn sure. All right. Take care of yourself. Uh, lots of luck. Lots of love. Anything else, guys? I don't I mean, I'll just keep fucking talking. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we're going to forget about our lovely patrons? At the end of every episode of Talkville, we shout out all the top-tier patrons. If you want to be a patron and support the podcast, it's easy. There are a ton of benefits, and you just go to patreon.com slash Talkville. Check it out. Thank you for supporting Talkville, and here are our shout-outs. Tommy, take it away. Hey, Nikki G, Leanne, Raj. Janine R, Santiago M, Suzanne B. Leah S, Corey M, Kelly D. Tom D, Mark A, AJ underscore 800. Sophie M, Betsy D, Liliana A. Abby P, Meg K, Chris F. Kimberly E, Jeremy V, Michael H. Ray H, Karen M, Design OTG. Danielle B, 99 more. Liliani N. I think it's Lilani, but you know, one of us got it wrong. We'll see next week. Catherine P. Thank you guys for all supporting the podcast. Again, if you want to join Patreon, it's it's really easy. All you do is go to patreon.com slash talkville. We'll it see. is Lilani for sure. It's Lilani.
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.